welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. We hope you enjoy the show and please feel free to leave us a review. It really does help. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk or our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast. Hey there, welcome back to today's show, which is how to be your own wealth planner. Now, this is for people that find themselves at the end of the year that they haven't achieved any of their goals. Um, they still are in debt. They still not managed to pay into their pension. They still don't know where their money's going. And they just really want to get ahead with their finances and really maximize their money. Um, so we're doing three, a four part mini series. So we've talked about so far how to set your money goals, um, how to plan your money goals. And now we're going to talk in a little bit more detail as to how to make those money goals happen. And then next week, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to be accountable for your goals, which it's sort of just bringing the whole conversation uh, together. So so far, we've talked about how to set your money goals. So that has been really clear on what you want to achieve, what your timeline is, and uh, breaking it down into a, a physical amount that you want to achieve. Then we're going to have talked about last week, we talked about how to plan for that. So how to break that down, not just from a budgeting perspective, but from a mindset perspective as well, how do we actually break that down? And so now we're going to talk about how to actually make them happen. So I'm going to share my screen with you. Apologies, those on my podcast. Please go to my YouTube channel uh, where you can find the video. Um, and I'm sharing right now my planner, which is the Wealth Planner. Um, and I'm sharing pages from this planner. This planner is available on Amazon. Um, okay, so um, starting to just delve into what we were talking about last week. So we talked about either having a savings goal, an investing goal or a debt goal. Um, and if we go back to my little banker meter that I suggested on week one that you print out and you have this sort of handy so you can see each month how you're going towards that. And it's good to have that in a separate account, in a separate place so you can start to see it going up. Or it might be that you if it's a credit, one particular credit card, that you print out that statement and you have it up on the wall and you have it really clear or you write the balance up on your whiteboard or you have it on a post it note, like whatever is vis visual for you to give you for a lot of people that struggle with this kind of stuff. They're not well, this is not and this is not offensive in any way. And because there's are parts of my brain, although I'm a financial advisor, I'm a very visual person and I'm very good with spreadsheets. But even then, I still need, and so those that are creative, more on the creative side of things, you more, more than need this because the spreadsheets won't work for you as well um, as it would for someone who's maybe more analytical with their money. So having something visual is really, really key, whether it's a picture of the house or it's the balance of the statement from the credit card with zero on it. Whatever it is, you need to visualize and have it reminding you on a day, like a, a regular basis. So just moving that conversation on a little bit, we talked last last week about budgeting and having like the practical knowledge about what you've got spare. Um, what we're going to talk about now is just breaking those into a little bit more clearer. So um, you've got a key list of, you know, the things that you want to achieve. So the savings, the investing, the debt. And what you can do is you might actually, it might not be one thing. So it might be that you've got a thousand pounds spare a month and you want to break those down into the three different goals. So by the end of the year, you want to clear the five grand credit card, have 
um, a, a three thousand pounds holiday, um, or it might and it might be the third one, um, some emergency savings. Okay, so I try to give it like real examples that feel achievable. So you've got a thousand pounds. You're going to break that down into three different areas, um, but you don't you don't want to. It's not going to go three ways because actually you're. Um, the, the total figure, you're not going to divide it by three because you, each goal is, is, a, is a different goal and um, within a different amount. So it's looking at, okay, I've got a thousand pounds spare, um, but I want to have by the end of the year, to keep the maths easy, I might keep the figures the same. So we're going to have 3,000, 3,000, 3,000. So 3,000 for emergency, 3,000 to clear a debt and 3,000 to um, go on holiday. Okay. So three, 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 nice and simple. So if we add those up and we take 3,000 times three, it's obviously nine grand. And then we divide that by 12, that's 750. And the person has a thousand pounds spare. So that's fine, that's achievable. So we would then break that um, seven pound, 70, 750 into three, and we would say 250, 250, 250 in each area now it's not going to be exact exactly like that of course because actually the holiday might be five the credit card might be two etc so we do have to do a bit of maths and um, percentage out what we've got spare so that it's obviously clear by the end of the year so you can add that up and divide it by three and it give you a total but then it's in okay well how do i divide that down you could um, it depends on if there's a time frame, like, for example, the holidays sooner than the holiday than the, the credit card, for example. It, it's up to you how you want to do it. I would just keep it as simple as you can for you. So A, you can remember it and B, you don't get confused. So whatever's e easier for you. Now, there is a bit of a, a, a saying of, of what's called a snowball effect. So when you're clearing credit cards or clearing debt or, or saving or towards goals, is the snowball effect. So sometimes if you're going to clear 20 grand's worth of debt, or you're gonna save for three different things and it comes to 10,000 pounds, it, it means that you're, you're, I believe in like a small drip by drip, like that, because that's how pension investments work. So you're saving a, a little each month or you're investing a little each month and it over time it just grows and grows and grows. However, there is a massive psychology piece when you're talking more shorter term objectives like a car a holiday clearing debt the snowball effect is, is applies to mainly debts it's referred to in, when it comes to debts but it applies to any kind of savings goal and the philosophy is is that let's just say you've got five grand's worth of credit card debt ten grand's worth of credit card debt but they're over maybe two or three cards two or three different credit cards and the rule is that you would basically not clear necessarily the one that was the highest interest rate, which is what I would go with, but clear the one that has the smallest balance because then you haven't got three or four credit cards, you've got two or three credit cards, like you're reducing it down and it, that psychologically can have a bigger effect because then you're reducing it down, you're getting rid of it quicker. And the same can apply when it comes to savings goals. Mm -hmm. So for some people, rather than trying to save for three things all at once, they would save for one thing at a time, knowing that after they've given that all that objective, all their attention, then they would give the attention to the next thing and the next thing. And you have to just think about this for a second and think about your own mindset. So I'm not about cookie cutter approaches to any of this, because sometimes that approach just doesn't work for people. 
sometimes you have to think about okay well will I be more focused if I just focus on clearing my debt first would that light me up would that give me such drive that I would then give it even more so it's okay well I then now know that I'll clear all my credit cards by three four months time and then from May or June, for example, depending when you're listening to this, it would be relevant. Um, you'll be able to be in a position where you can then start saving for the holiday. Now, for some people, that might be a case. Well, I've missed the holiday. I've missed all the deals. I, it's a last minute booking. Well, that just might be how you ha- you have to start to set boundaries. You have to start accepting that to achieve these goals, there has to be some like let go of. There's something you're going to have to give, right? Um, so decide what you want to achieve do you want to achieve the, the the big goal one thing at a time or do you want to drip 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 feed over a longer period and by the end of the year achieve all three for example so um th- th- there's two different approaches to it so how to make your money goals happen is you have to be super clear on what you want what you want super clear on how you're going to break that down into your budgeting and your planning super clear on how you want to achieve those in terms of prioritizing the objective over what time frame and deciding on what you're going to have to let go of because it might mean that when you look at your budgeting that actually you can't afford those meals out you can't afford those takeaways you can't afford that big fancy holiday and it's from a mindset perspective, it's not about lacking, it's about choosing. It's not about to saying, well, I'm not good enough for those things. Not at all. It's that you're prioritizing your money in another way to achieve some bigger goals. Now, if there's something there that really annoys you, then you need to reprioritize and say, well, actually, what do I need to adjust here? Because um, what am I, you know, you something you might not be willing to let go of. And it's deciding, okay, is that a hard and fast thing? Can can I can I live with that? if it meant that I could achieve this bigger goal in 12 months time. And that is about sacrificing certain things. We can't do all things. We're not all millionaires that have a blank check that we can write out anything when we want. We have to decide what we're going to prioritize. Um, so this sheet in front of you just breaks down some of those sort of like actual goals and prioritizing them and deciding, okay, well, this is how much I'm going to do for debt. This is how much I'm going to do for my long-term savings. This is how much I want to do for medium term. This is for my general savings for a holiday. This is for my emergency. And for some people, it might not be that they're, they might do one thing at a time or they might do several things or they might say, okay, well, I'm going to do the credit cards all first. Then I'm going to save for the holiday or I'm going to do the emergency funds and then the holiday. And it just gives you some focus to things to, 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 to allow. And so by being your own wealth planner, you are deciding where your money goes and how you're going to spend it and how what, what the goal is in the first place, but then how that breaks down into achieving those on an ongoing basis. So you have to set a date with yourself. You have to set either a monthly date or a weekly date and um, break down how you're actually going to achieve those things. So in the planner, we have a weekly summary. Um, and you basically, on this left-hand side, um, it's, it opens up like an A4 like this i will just show those on the video it opens up like that so it's got this page on one side and this page on the other and you can see it's got monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday so you can use it like a normal diary if you wish um and you can include anything from work to personal to business whatever 
But the stance of it is that you're going to be focusing it around your finances. So you can mention it's old Mary's birthday, but actually, hang on, have you planned for Mary's birthday? Have you actually taken that on to the things on a weekly basis? How are you applying that? So all the things that you're trying to achieve from the bigger goal perspective, breaking that down monthly, breaking that down weekly into planning it on a daily, weekly basis. How does that feed into your budget? So new habits for this week, when, how and why? Now, I'm all about personal development. So your health is your wealth at the end of the day. And the money that we have supports us to achieve a great life. Um, so on here, um, we've got health and well-being. Um, you know, is there something there that you maybe need to go and get a massage? Have you got the budget for that? Um, is there a course that you want to go on for some personal development? Have you got the money for that? Families and socials, do you want to go out, book a meal, someone's birthday? So the top three tasks for this week and reminders, and then you've also got a weekly win. So with this sort of diary, you're able to journal, you're able to make note of, you're able to just think about what your financial habits are and what's going on for you that week in terms of your finances. You could put your little weekly shops in there that you keep doing. You could use a certain colour, certain highlighter, put little stickers on there if you want. Um, if you're super creative, um, to allow yourself to really consider where on a weekly daily basis how you're spending your money you can see it's got three sections so it's got morning midday and evening or you could sort of say money notes personal notes finances spend and you can break those boxes up however however you wish um so if you have your own diary that you normally would use um like an own paper diary then I would just encourage you to get a different color pen get a different color highlighter something else um, to highlight your finances in a way that then when you come to the end of the month, you can assess the weeks day by day, the days by day and the week by weeks. You can assess it in a way very differently to probably what you've done before. And you can actually start to see more where your spending has been. So I said right at the beginning of week two, you, you, to get a realistic idea of where you're spending and actual money is going, you need to retrospectively go back and look at your finances and what you spent in not necessarily December, but maybe not the summer, but like in October, November kind of months. Um, what we want to do going forward is you don't want to have to keep retrospectively going back months and months. We want to sort of be a little bit more reactively on the moment. And we can do this with our business if you run a business as well. Um, and so we want to be doing that on an ongoing basis. So by reviewing it weekly, whether we use a spreadsheet, whether we use a journal, whether we use a diary, um, keeping a note of our spending, um, and if you want to do a detox, if you really want to be really super strict, then you can blame me, tell your friends and family that you're going to go and do a detox for the next four weeks. And what you can do is you can basically say you're not spending any money unless it's an essential, essential item. I'm talking holding your shoe kind of essential. You take all your credit card details off your Amazon accounts you clear all your cookies and you get rid of all of your shopping accounts off your history so they're not easy to get. You close all your tabs, you can't open them. You, you basically do whatever it takes to stop you from spending on items that are not necessary. Now, when something comes up, you think, oh, I really like that dress or I really like those shoes or I need a new coat or whatever, whatever, whatever. You make a note of it, but you don't buy it. And you write down the amount of how much it was. 
And when you get to the end of the month, when you end of the four weeks, whenever that rolling four weeks might be, you then say to yourself, okay, let's go back over that list. How much have I saved? Especially if you're somebody that says, oh, I can't, I can't save and I, I can't save any money. How much have you actually saved by not spending? Now, if there are things on there that you do actually need, like, you know, you do need a new coat because it's been ripped by your dog or something ridiculous, which was something that happened to me, um, then go and buy the coat, sure. But you'll also see that there's lots of items on there that you didn't really need. You'd wanted them, but you didn't really need them. And we tend to do that. We tend to be very reactive with our finances and we don't think about the bigger goals. So that's how we're in a situation where we're not, consciously aware of our spending we are just spending off the heart off the cuff as and when within that emotional trigger to fulfill emotional trigger of some kind whether it's something for the kids or if it's something for us or something for the family something for the dogs cats horses whatever um but we're not we're not then prioritizing our bigger goals we are that they are coming third fourth fifth down the line so by using a journal, by using a diary, we can then retrospectively look back either within a detox month or in a normal month and see where our spending has been and actually then go, well, I shouldn't really have spent that much. OK, so how can I start to uh, be accountable for the, these finances? What things can I put in place to allow me to be more stricter with myself or give myself some freedom to actually spend some money on myself? How can we do that? So that's what we're going to talk about next week, which is how to be more uh, accountable for your goals, what structures we can put in place to achieve those goals. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast series, mini series on how to be your own wealth planner so far. Um, so we've talked about how to set your money goals, how to plan your money goals and how to make your money goals happen so far. And next week, we're going to talk about how to be more accountable for your money goals. I hope you've enjoyed it and take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. Our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on pensions, investments, mortgages, insurances on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast.